Hi, this is Maddie Rose, host of The Fame Game, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for Lauren Spirer. She is 20 years old and went missing from Bloomington, Indiana, June 3rd, 2011 at 4.30 a.m. She is Caucasian, 4'11", 95 pounds, with blue eyes and blonde hair. She was wearing a white tank top, a white button-down shirt, and full-length black spandex pants. If you know of Lauren's whereabouts, please contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline, 1-800-THE-LOST or 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Lauren, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And I'm your co-host, Keefa Blakesley. And today we have with us a very special guest, Chandler Canterbury from the film Angel Sing. We are reviewing the TV show Turbo Fast, reviewing the films Percy Jackson, Sea of Monster, and discussing the Hollywood Christmas Parade and Red Carpet Event. So right now we have with us a very special person, Chandler Canterbury from the film Angel Sing. Thank you for joining us today, Chandler. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. So can you please start off by telling us a little bit about Angel Sing? Um, it's basically a Christmas movie that um, explains, you know, what Christmas is about and, um, you know, real life things like, you know, real life Grinch and, you know, what Christmas can really do to a person. Yes, I love Christmas, so I, act, I absolutely love this film. How about your character, David Walker? Were there any, were there any similarities or differences? Um, yeah, he's kind of similar. Um, he's just a normal kid. He's super close with his dad. Um, you know, his dad's like his best friend. He's very close with his family, and, uh, you know, he's just a normal kid. So you're saying that you're a normal kid? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm a normal kid, too. We're all normal. <laughs> Most of the time. So, how was it working with the rest of the cast? Oh, they were great. We had a really, really good time. Uh, Harry Connick Jr., he was, you know, a really, really cool guy. He has three daughters, so I was like his long-lost son. <laughs> and, um, you know, all the other cast members on it were really great. If you had to switch characters with any any person in the film or any even the director or the producer, would who would you switch with? Uh, Lyle Lovett. He had the best role in the uh, in the movie, I'd say, because you know he just had a real goofy and he pretty much made the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any other reasons why you liked his character? Um, that's pretty much it. He's goofy and you know the little. What a, what is it, like a snow gun little thing that he had on his back was pretty cool. <laughs> See, if I had a snow gun, I would make Florida all snowy because we don't get snow here. So it's very sad. <laughs> Did you have anything to do to particularly get into your character or get ready for this film? 
Um, not really. I mean, I was uh, really close with Harry, and that's pretty much how my character needs to be. Oh, see, if you didn't like Harry, that'd be a problem, because it's like, it would test your acting skills. It would. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any traditions for the holiday season? Because this film is all about Christmas. Um, eat and sleep and... Yep, that's good, presents. that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I like to eat and sleep too, yeah. So how is this film different from the other films that you have done? Well, this one, it it focuses on two topics. Uh, it focuses on Christmas and then it really focuses on family. And, um, you know... It, it's it's just all about family. It's not one of those typical Christmas movies. Yeah, when I saw this, um, like most Christmas films are remakes of or The Grinch or like things that happen around Christmas. And I feel like with people having these tragedies and having everything go around Christmas time, like with the lights and the significance with the lights and his father and, and everything around Christmas, it's like people think that Christmas is a happy time for everyone, but actually for some people it's that time where there isn't anyone to celebrate it with and it it brings bad it brings back a bad memory. So I really love this film for that reason. What was your favorite scene? Favorite scene, favorite scene. Um probably the the plain one at the beginning of the film where um, Oh my gosh, that was my favorite scene. Thing. Um because it was, it was just an easy day. Um, you know, there was craft services there and, you know, plus got to fly a plane and everything. So that was probably my f- most fun scene. Most fun scene doing. And what was your most fun scene, like watching? What was your favorite scene when you watched it? Uh, trying to think. I haven't seen the movie in a while. Um, um. I don't know, just the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the whole movie's great, yeah. It is, it's a great movie. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And I'm your co-host, Keefa Blakesley. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we have with us a very special guest, Chandler Canterbury from the film Angels Sing. We're reviewing the TV show Turbo Fast, reviewing the film Percy Jackson's Sea of Monster and discussing the Hollywood Christmas Parade and Red Carpet event. So right now, let's continue speaking with Chandler Canterbury about Angel Singh. And we were just speaking about how great this movie is and how how he likes the plane scene because it's very... I mean, I personally liked it because it showed the, I guess, relationship between him, well, your character, David Walker, and his dad, Paul. Uh, Michael Walker, I believe, because I just feel like they're not keeping anything away from each other. They're very open with each other. You can tell that they're very comfortable with each other. So that's basically why I like the scene. What do you think people will take away from this film when they see it? Um, just, I mean, things that happen in your past can really damage a person. And I think mm-hmm. if you just go at it with a bad attitude, then it will never get better. And I think that if people take that away, then they can realize that, you know, it's not so bad. 
Yeah, change some of the things that they're doing. Like if something happens to their path, like maybe it may be similar and maybe it may be totally different. But if it's keeping you down on any day, not just Christmas Day or, or the holiday, you should work it out. I, everything happens for a reason, I believe. So when you did this film, how was it, how was it working with the director? It was great. Um, he was probably one of the uh, most... I think he was the happiest director I've ever worked with. He was really uh, energetic and uh, he just, it, that's what really helped the, uh, the film going because most movies that I've worked on, the crew is, you know, really tired and they just didn't want to be there. But with the director being all happy and energetic, then I think the, that reflected on the crew and how they acted. Yeah. It's kind of telling you that he wants to be there. He, he likes his job. And since he likes his job, everyone kind of likes their job because I've been to places where one person is so sad and so tired and so, I guess, miserable, and it makes everyone else miserable. To, to have a happy director, it, it really makes the whole, whole, I mean, the whole film go smoother, a lot smoother. What is your most memorable moment in filming this film? Like, did you have a funny moment with the cast, or, or was it filming, or what was the most memorable moment? Every day. I mean, Harry Cotting Jr., we were just, you know, joking around on set, and, uh, you know, we just, I don't know, we played on the same games on our iPhones, and he was, he was basically like a little kid that we'd just <laughs> play around on and uh the zipline scene where like that we made the little zipline he would uh i would go on it and then he would go on it and then it kind of broke and then you know <laughs> so yeah i went on a zipline with my friend kelly and it broke while i was on it and um yeah it wasn't it wasn't fun cuz i kind of landed on my face but anyway <laughs> When you did this film is there anything that you would change that you that you did or like what I'm asking is, when you did it, did you feel like you could change anything in your performance? Oh, I'm my worst critic. I, 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 I just, I don't, I hate watching myself. I don't think that. Oh my gosh, me too. I don't do anything. <laughs> I mean, I just look at myself and I'm like, really? I mean, why? Why'd you do that? Yeah. yeah. I think all actors are their worst critics because when you do something and you are in the moment and you do it and then you go off the, you go off the set or whatever and then you look at it and it's like, why did I do that? I could have done that so much better. And I mean, we all do it and I guess we just all have to get over it. Yeah. How do you feel the finished product of this film came out? Oh, it was great. Um, I didn't think it would, uh, well, I did think it would turn out as good as it did, but I, I really didn't know that it would be as special as it really was. Um, it really, surprisingly, it touched, I mean, not surprisingly, but it did touch a lot of people. Hmm. Wow. It, it certainly touched me because I've never seen, I've seen a lot of Christmas films like A Year Without Santa Claus and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I mean, they're traditions that we have every year. We have, we, every time, every Christmas we watch A Year Without Christmas, a year without Santa Claus, and it's just our tradition, but it, this was so different than that, because for one, it wasn't animation, and two, it actually had a meaning, I mean, it had a meaning, but it, it was real life people, and I, I just felt so much more connected to it, so 
Chandler, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Angel Sing and your role. Mm -hmm. It's really a good film that is available on DVD on demand and it's video on demand and DVD, so please check that out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And I'm your co-host, Keep Blake Slate. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN. Or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Salutations and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobiton. And you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we, are go- we just interviewed... Chandler Kettenberry from Angel Sings, and also we were reviewing Turbo Fast, Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters DVD release, and right now we are talking about the Hollywood Christmas Parade, and right now I'm talking with Morgan and Cheyenne on this subject. How are you doing, Morgan? I am doing wonderful, and happy holidays to all of you who are watching the show. Happy holidays, and how are you doing, Cheyenne? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. No problem. So, um, Cheyenne, can you describe... What happened at this festive event? 
so um, the Hollywood Christmas Parade. Um, so we got an interview, and we interviewed um, a bunch of celebrities. And the the Hollywood Christmas Parade is all about Toys for Tots. It's um, where you donate toys and they give them to the unfortunate children who can't have toys for Christmas. And it's really fun because you see a bunch of these celebrities and how they, how they, um, how they, uh, they support Toys for Tots and how them, yeah. how much they care. Yes. See, I, I love Toys for, Toys for Tots. I mean, every time we go to the store and we see a, a box of toys, we just always see if we can try to provide some stuffed animals or trucks that the guy that the boys can like and dolls for the girls to like. So that's fun. I'm glad they're supporting that. Uh, so Morgan, we at this at parades, we always see this kind of fun floats. Like we either see Santa or like kind of cool like cartoon characters. What was your favorite float you saw there? My favorite float, hmm, probably Santa's float at the end. Santa's what? Santa's float at the end. Ah, uh, and why is that? Because it had all the presents and everything in the reindeer. It was really exciting. Well, that's cool. Even and Santa I also got to meet Santa, and I got to interview him, and I had so much fun at the event, too. I loved it. I got to get bands and balloons. It was fun. There were floats. It was fun for the Hollywood Christmas Parade. I loved it. Well, you met the biggest celebrity of all, Santa Claus. That was amazing. <laughs> so, um, Cheyenne, you were talking about um, celebrities. And the other biggest. Yes, and, and the other biggest, yes. And the other biggest was what? Buzz Aldrin. Oh, yeah. Who was the first man to walk, one of the first men to walk on the moon, which was so exciting. And the we can't forget, I got to hold a gold medal. And a bronze. Wow. Huh. She's like, I don't hold them. I'm like, sure. <laughs> well, that was nice of her to do that. And yes. it must have been very heavy. Hey, man. It was so a little heavy. heavy. <laughs> well, so Cheyenne, um, you were talking about celebrities with their supporting Toys for Tots. Um, who, who was there and who did you meet? Um, I met Olympic gold medalists, like what Morgan said. I met some soap stars on Days of Our Lives and Young and the Restless. Oh my gosh, I totally fangirled over Corbin Blue. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, I met I met um, Amber Montana from Haunted Hathaways, which was really fun because I love that show. Um, I met um, a girl from Sea Dad Run. She was so cute, uh, <laughs> and a lot more. I just can't name them all, really. Well, it, it sounds fun because we got a lot of soap opera stars. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of soap operas, but guess what? I'm going to have to watch watch interviews, and then I'm going to have to see those shows now. Mm -hmm. And I love Haunted Hathaways. That was no. so cool. You, got, you know what? I'm going to check out the interview, because, and maybe you can kind of see if I can meet her, too. Because that would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, so... With who performed there, Morgan? Because there's, of course, there's got to be music and cele celebrities who perform. 
Uh, so Morgan, I'm. We didn't get to see them because we were busy um, interviewing the people from General Hospital, Days of Our Lives, Young and the Restless, and also um, this is the E-second Hollywood Christmas Parade, and we were watching that. We didn't um, get to see yeah, them because yeah. we were also interviewing Austin Malley. Mm. So wow, we were busy. We couldn't do it, but that's well, all right. We had fun. Busy, busy, busy. <laughs> Well, you're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Kiva Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobiton. And today, we were just interviewing Chandler Cattenberry on Angels Sing, and also reviewing Turbo Fast, Percy Jackson's C.M. Marks' DVD release, and we are now talking with Morgan and Morgan on the Holiday Christmas Parade. And I'm sorry... And Cheyenne. Sorry, I almost left you out, Cheyenne. <laughs> so, um, speaking of Cheyenne, uh, what kind of music, um, what other music do you see? Because there was marching bands and Christmas music. Like, how was that? Oh, my gosh, it was amazing because I saw, um, I think they're the two winners or the, um, the second place and then the winner. They, they performed. They performed from American yes. Idol, and they were so good. Wow. And then I saw a bunch of marching bands from different schools. I even saw um, one from across the country. And then there was this really cool Korean traditional band. And it was really cool because I saw the other um, different instruments that I've never seen before. And then their costumes, they're all made out of silk, and they're all handmade. So I was just amazed by that. Well, I don't like to toot my own trumpet, but uh, I played in marching ba- marching band, and and uh, I love it when we see when we see like uh, professional marching bands at the parade. That's like one of my favorite things when we go to a parade. It's just so festive, and it gets you gets you up and out, and wants you want you to dance during all the floats are going through. <laughs> so, um, Morgan, um, there was like in parades, there's always like these big flowing balloons that you need like ten men just to hold. So, um. What kind of balloons did you see, and what was your favorite? Um, we got to see a dinosaur balloon, an astronaut balloon, also this really cute Smurf balloon. Huh. Uh, My Little Pony balloon. Even some of the things from the Lorax, like the truffle trees and the big furry guy, the Lorax. Wow. See, those those balloons are huge. I mean, I think I may well go My Little Pony, and if I held on to that, I'll probably be floating away into the night. Yeah, there was also Oscar, um, Thomas the Train, um, Superman, <laughs> Superman, <Wow>. of course. <laughs> so all of the, cute. all the famous cartoon characters and more. <laughs> yes. So, I want to ask both of you this, but let's start with Cheyenne. What was the most? Did this grand event place you into the holiday spirit? Since it is the Christmas parade. Oh yes, because I saw Santa Claus. I saw a bunch of floats and stuff. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, Mom, it has to be Christmas now. <laughs> well, as Maine says, we need a little Christmas right this very minute. I know, yeah. And it was only December 11th, so they, they don't waste any time for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Morgan, what was you, what, what, did this parade put you in the holiday spirit? Yes, it absolutely did, because there were marching bands, Christmas music, there were um, so many people there, and Mm. plus, 
if anybody's feeling low on the Christmas spirit, there was, um, the, you can see this on the Hallmark Channel. It's a two-hour special. Mm-hmm. It's going on December 11th, December 20th, and 24th of December. Yeah. So, And plus, there's snow there. So you were like, yay, snow. Oh, yeah, snow bears. <laughs> so... Uh, they had all kinds of different cars. Like they had the Jurassic, Jura- they had Jurassic, Jurassic yeah, the Jurassic Park one. And Scooby-Doo also, I, and wow, they even had Bumblebee from Transformers. They transform? No, Don't. sadly. <laughs> well, and I the would been like, oh my goodness, it's really cool. That would have been so cool if it transformed. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. I also saw they had the Ghostbusters car there, like, like the what's it called the Ecto, the Ecto One. That's it. Yes, yes, they did, including the Batman car, and I forgot one of the balloons. It was the Grinch that they had. Oh, that one now. You can't oh, go wrong without the Grinch. It's the Grinch. Because <laughs> that's one so, of our favorite Christmas shows. I love the Grinch. I love both the anime version and the movie version. I mean, with Jim Carrey, that was fun. That's a Christmas classic. Uh, so, Cheyenne, what was, what was the most memorable part out of this whole entire event? Hmm, that's really hard. Um, probably the Oli Dogs. They were so cute, and they won America's Got Talent. And they do tricks, oh. and the trainers are father and son, which is amazing. Huh. And um, those... There's like I think there's three dogs, but then I only saw two perform, and so I saw um, each dogs like help each other up on the step. Oh my god, the cutest thing ever! A I dog jump roping. It was so cute. Well, and that then, was that was that. Well, I love I mean, that sounds so amazing because that's the dogs, the training dogs are always so memorable. Mm-hmm. Well, and then um, they I think the dog jumps. I think the jo- dog like jumped over and stuff, and it was so amazing. And I asked them, "Is it hard?" And, and I asked the son, "He's like, is it hard?" And he's like, "Oh yes, very hard." I wonder how, <laughs> I wonder how hard it was. <laughs> but very hard. Well, Cheyenne and Morgan, thank you so much for talking about the holiday Christmas parade with me. Thank you so much, and let's take a break. I'm your co-host Keeper Blakesley, and I'm your co-host Brianna Hopeyton. You listen to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. 
Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hello and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we were just interviewing Chan- Chandler Cattenberry on Angel Sing and reviewing Turbo Fast, Percy Jackson's Sea Monsters DVD release, and the holiday, uh, sorry, the Hollywood Holiday Christmas Parade. And right now, I am talking with my good friend Jerry on Turbo Fast. How are you doing, Jerry? Very good. How about you? Doing a fantastic job. So, um, can you, have you... Um, you and me were both at the event, the Turbo, the DreamWorks Turbo event. So, um, can you at least tell them, tell the audience at home yep. what ha- what we did there? Well, basically, <clears throat> it wasn't like a red carpet event or anything. We actually like interviewed a whole bunch of people. They had beanie bag chairs to watch the very first episode of the series, and they had uh, skateboards going on and video games going on and a candy table. It was a lot of fun. And we are yeah. celebrating the release of Turbo Fest, which is a series made by Netflix. And it was an exciting and fun event. And I remember that you and me were sitting at the beanbags watching the first episode. Yes, that was very enjoyable. And um, what do you think of the first episode for like the first introduction of this show? Well, Turbo came back from his world tour after the Indy 500 and came ha- back with a nice surprise. It was a really good episode. I love the part when they're like talking about, I'm the fastest creature in the world, and the snails are like, isn't this, isn't this? And it was really funny. I agree. And it was fun ideas because they were playing music while this event was happening. So, so, the kids can enjoy, so the kids can enjoy the 
the episode, they had headphones, wireless headphones, right next to the beanbag so you can listen to the episode. Yep. And uh, can you tell the people at home who we interviewed? I mean, we will interview quite a few people. <laughs> we basically interviewed every actor of the snail. We also interviewed uh, Ted Sarandos, which was a professional from Netflix. So we interviewed a big group of people. We interviewed um, Skidmark, Whiplash, White Shadow, and chat and we also interviewed mr pong from kung fu panda so we interviewed a lot of cool people yeah and i by far the coolest in my opinion was either john eric bentley or eric bonza who played who was part of the cast of tip of fast those guys were amazing and yeah um, yeah they they were so humble to us and they were very nice to interview i mean come on they were, they were amazing voice actors <laughs> so um what was your favorite part of this whole event? You know, the, my favorite part about everything had to be the bean bags because you just get to, they leave, go whoop, and then you like sink in for five minutes as the show starts. And you put the headphones on and you're listening. And it was funny. When the show was finally finished, my mom t- tapped me. She was like, honey, the event's closing. I was like, what? <laughs> So and, it was great. And keep in mind, we were standing and interviewing people for the for the whole entire event, and then finally, when we had somewhere place to sit down, it was heaven. <laughs> I know it was so nice. Sweet sound of relief. And um, they also what kind of hors d'oeuvres that they served? Like they had like cool little food that they served. Like can you tell them yeah, about what they had? The food they served was mac and cheese. They had uh, different sandwiches. They had little pastries. They had a whole bunch of, like, different stuff. And, of course, they had, like, soda. And this is cute. They had watermelon juice. Never heard of it. Never knew it existed, but watermelon juice. So that was very cool. And it was scrumptious. And they also had a candy cafe where, like, got your little bag and you put whatever candies you want and you get to eat it. (laughs) <laughs> and it was a candy bar, which was even funnier. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, watermelon juice was, oh, that was like drinking heaven oh, to yeah. a straw. <laughs> and I still got the bag of candy we got. We like, we we actually filled up with candy. We took our shovels of candy and like scooped it all up because there was that's all we had for leftovers. Yeah, and they're like, that, take whatever take you want, kids. And so it was an absolute ball. I mean, we totally enjoyed ourselves. Um, you're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Kiefer Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And today we were talk we were talking with Chan- uh, I'm sorry. We were we were talking with Chandler Cattenberry on Angel Sing and reviewing Turbo Fast, Percy Jackson, Sea Monsters DVD release, and the Ho- the Hollywood Christmas Parade. And right now I was just talking with Jerry on how fun we have with the hors d'oeuvres and all the food, the delicious food and candy bars and everything. It was a blast. So, um, Jerry, can you tell me a little bit more about the episode of Turbo? Like, what did you enjoy most about the show? You know, I told you what my favorite part is, but also it was kind of cool to see Turbo come back after all of that was over, and now he's starting a new adventure. And if you remember, uh, Chat 
got like this ambulance shell and every time turbo like crushes he's like uh-oh turns on his little hordes and it's so adorable i just want to like squeeze him <laughs> i i saw the movie actually on theaters and once i saw it i was like oh they're making a show out of it let's see what they can do and yeah what they what they made was a total hilarious and colorful new show so um who was your favorite person you interviewed i mean i told you mine but who was your favorite I'm not going to pick a favorite because okay. all of them were so, so amazing. So I'm definitely not going to pick a favorite because if I pick one, I'll feel so bad for the other. Oh, yeah. Because everybody I interviewed were fun, exciting, and I I can never pick a favorite when interviewing. It's just like, you know, they make me cry. They make me laugh. It's, I never can pick a favorite. Yeah. Well, I can't well, I can't really pick a favorite. I mean, I gave you like three people I enjoyed talking with. But yeah, all of the people all of the actors we review we interviewed, John Eric Bentley, Eric Bonser, James Hong, uh Amir Knight from Ender's Game, um Max Charles. And, I mean we, all these people we interviewed were absolutely amazing. Uh sorry, funny story with Amir Knightley from Ender's Game. Um sorry, Artemis Knightley. I believe that's his name, but he was ill. Well, I interviewed him from Ender's Game. I asked, what was his favorite um, DreamWorks film? And he says, oh, I, I love Toy Story. I'm like, well, that's Disney. Okay, well, I like Finding Nemo. That's Disney, too. So he can't, <laughs> he, he's going like, well, I don't know what to say. I'm saying, well, we have Rise of the Guardians, Turbo, um, Kung Fu Panda. Okay, Rise of the Guardians, because I did some voice acting in that. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you're in the clear. <laughs> don't worry. You're good, man. Yeah. Probably hardest just, interview you've ever done. No, I, I had to share that because he was so much fun to interview. He was so he was such a nice guy. Uh, yeah. Um, tell us, um, tell the people at home how we interviewed everybody. Like, we interviewed like nine people. Tell us, tell them how we pulled that off. Well, basically, we're me and Kiefer. We were doing like a tag team. We had the camera all set up. It's recording, so it's kind of hard to edit it. But I did it anyway. <laughs> me and Randy did it, and basically, um. So basically how we did it is one of us would interview and if both of us were available, we interview and like, uh, so this was funny. If one of us need to go to the bathroom, we would go to the bathroom. The other would interview and it was just hilarious because we had like a little whole tag team thing going on and we wouldn't have to worry. Oh my God, uh, he's coming quick. What are we going to do? And we had our phones out, searching everything, and it was amazing. Yeah, I t- it was fun. I mean, I, I have to say, that was a record. I swear, that was a total record of many interviews. And we were trying to I know. figure out, like, who's that person? Okay, let's get them. Um, so, I we got, like, cool merchandise, like a t-shirt. We're, I believe we're both wearing a t-shirt and the the snail thing. What else, what else did, they, did they give us? I forgot. Like, they gave the t- us... This was cool. So, um, it's about a month until they release it, like 20 days or something. So, they gave us the kids' calendar. Every day, you pull a little, like, thing out, and it has, like, a quote of the racing game. Like, uh, yesterday, holidays aren't real. It's what they want you to believe, which I thought was hilarious. And they also gave us these little, like, headbands with light-up turbo eyes on them. Yeah. The shirt and candy, and it was (laughs) all adorable and awesome. Yeah, I have it with me right now, and it is 
I've been opening up and counting down. So um, while we're counting down, I have to say thank you so much, Jay, for talking with me on the on the Turbo Fast, the DreamWorks Turbo Fast um, series with me. Thank you so much for letting me talk to you. And this show is is going to be on Netflix really soon. And as Whiplash, John Eric Bentley says, peace on Earth. You got a problem with that? Think and um, you're listening to Voice America. Let's take a break. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Kiefer Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna hope And I'm your co-host, Keepa Blakesley. And you're listening to Voice America Kids, and today we have just finished speaking with Jerry about the Turbo Fast show and event. We interviewed Chandler Canterbury from Angels Sing, discussed the Hollywood Christmas Parade. We are also reviewing the film Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters. So right now we are speaking with my wonderful co-host, Kiefer, about Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters. So how are you, Kiefer? I am doing fantastic. How about you? I am doing wonderful. So Kiefer, can you please tell us about this film? Yes. 
Percy Jackson is back, played by Logan Lerman. And he is on a new quest to search for the Golden Fleece to save the tree so he can save ev- everyone in Camp Half-Blood. But also, this is another story of him feeling like the underdog. Like, he saved the world once. I mean, like, that was no big deal. And now he feels like, you know what, I... Maybe that's all I'm supposed to do. Maybe that's all I'm purposed in life because I'm not. I say the word once and I don't know what to do next. So mm-hmm. he's feeling kind of sad about that, and, he, and he's kind of going through his journey about himself. With that, we have um, his a new brother and a new half brother that is actually a uh, a him a mermaid kind of thing, like Cyclops. Uh-huh. He has one eye and everything, and in here is action comedy. And all the stuff from Greek myths from the books. Wow. See, I had that moment, like that underdog moment that you were talking before, because I got an A on a test, and then, like, I never got an A on a test for, like, two tests after that. I'm just like, maybe all I was supposed to get is one A. So <laughs> I, I had a connection with you there. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> How was the overall production? I fairly enjoyed it because I, I've seen the first one. And I have a, a few friends that me that uh, read the books, and they say they enjoy the movie and the books. Saw the film. It looks like a higher production. It looks actually absolutely better than ever, better than the last film, in my opinion. And I like this film for this because it's putting it's pretty much putting Greek Greek myths and modernizing them. Like mm-hmm. the three sisters that share one eye, they're taxi cab women, and that's funny. So and yet they still have this little charm to it. The so overall it was actually a, an absolute fun film. Wow, I was thinking about seeing it, but then my friend, um, I don't know what her name is. Well, I know what her name is. I just can't think of it right now. <laughs> I'm an awesome friend, aren't I? And she said it was really good that I should go see it, but then I never had the time to see it. So I'll probably see it now. <laughs> well, you so, should. It's good. It, I, I can tell. I can tell by the way like you're talking. I can totally understand that it's good. <laughs> so can you tell me if this film is easy to follow? Easy to follow. Um, pretty much if you're going into this film without any knowledge of the books or the movies, um, you kind of pretty am. much, which you are, but yeah. pretend you're not. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't think you get too confused. I mean, pretty much you... He said, in the opening, he says, we're demigods, we live in Camp Half-Blood, and I'm the son of Poseidon. So pretty much, if you got the lowdown, then you pretty much understand the general story. Character-wise, you may want to watch the first film for character-wise, because this is uh, cause the last film established the characters and what their life is. And mm-hmm. this one pretty much carries out that, that character with a new story. So uh, I, wouldn't say, I would say it's easy to follow. Mm-hmm. What you were talking about Greek mythology early on in this little interview that we're doing, and do you do you think that people need to to learn a little bit of Greek mythology to watch this film to get all the things that they're talking about, or do you think that they'll be fine? Okay, first of all, if any of you have seen Disney's Hercules, I don't think you'll need too much to learn about that. I didn't I mean, see that. <laughs> well, if you have, if you have, you you understand what I'm talking about, but. Uh, if you haven't seen, no, again, know nothing about Greek mythology, uh, there's some jokes that you may not understand. Like, the, again, the three sisters that share one eye. You may not understand that joke at first. But uh, but if there's, like, beings and gods and everything, it's not like you have to go through a whole mythology lesson just to understand the film. Mm-hmm. But, so, 
I say if you're a mythology fan, or if you're not, then you're going to enjoy it still just fine. You just have to talk to your friend like, what that, what's that creature? That's a Cyclops. Okay, that we're good. Okay, so. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I do that every time I watch a film with my family. Like, I'll watch it and I'll be like, what's that? And they'll be like, it's this. I'm just like, okay, thank you. <laughs> and I'll ask them a question like every like 30 minutes and they'll be like, just Brianna, stop talking. And I'm just like, but I need to know what's going on. <laughs> Yeah. Do you want me to watch this film and not know what's going on? Yeah, I didn't think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about some of the actors. Well, I love Logan Lerman. He is the sweetest guy. I interviewed him on the event of the preview of this film. And See, my he friend is would such... kill you because, okay. you know. Please don't. I have a life <laughs> to live and I want to keep my wonderful life I'm in. That's good. So, so I absolutely love the actors. Logan Lerman, of course, I'm... I love his work. Uh, I I love Levin Rambin. I mean, she's a new character. She plays the daughter of Ares. So she's a little bit um, kind of a bully, but she kind of changes. She's a dynamic character. She changes through the whole process of this film. But I love the actors. Brandon T. Jackson's hilarious. I mean, if you know his background, he's a fantastic comedian. And so love the actors. They're wonderful. Yes, I love Brandon T. Jackson. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Kiva Blakesling. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we have interviewed Chandler Canterbury from Angel Sing, discussed the Hollywood Christmas Parade, reviewed the TV show Turbo Fast. We are also reviewing the film Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters. And we are... We are continuing on speaking with Kiefer about Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters, and we were just speaking about the actors that he likes and how he likes the actors, and he likes Logan Litterman and Brandon T. Jackson. I, I have met him. Have you met him? Brandon T. Brandon? Jackson? Yes. Yep, and Levin Rambit. <gasps> Whoa, see? So it's like we're like connected like a strange way. Like you, oh. you met him, I met him. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you get my vibe. Well, oh, by the way, sorry, I have to mention this. I wish I did meet Stanley Chuchi. He is one of my favorite underrated actors. <laughs> um, he's, he's played in, like, The Hunger Games and everything, and he's played in Julia and Julia with um, Meryl Streep and Deborah Wells Prada. So, and he, not much people know about his acting skills, but he is so funny, and yet he's such a very serious actor at times. So, I, sorry, I had to shout out Stanley Chuchi if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> See, if he's listening... He will be like, yeah, Kiefer, you're my man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you say, probably. Yeah. Uh, are there any messages or lessons that you found in this film? Messages or lessons? Um, there is a brotherly lesson with Percy Jackson and his um, half-brother, who's mm-hmm. that Cyclops I told you about, how he's a half-demigod, half-Cyclops. Yes, nymph, thank you. that's the word. Sorry, I had an epiphany. It's nymph. <laughs> there we go. Nymph. Okay, there we go. Sorry. Uh, anyway, and this sort of like... Just because, okay, sorry, the Alexandra Dantro's character who plays Annabeth, the daughter of Athena, she has sort of a, she hates Cyclops and nymphs because they hurt one of her friends before, which is in the story. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much don't judge a book by its cover, I guess, with, mm-hmm. because he does look weird. I mean, w- without the spray, the invisible spray, he, he looks like a Cyclops. So don't judge a book by a cover because... He's actually a very nice guy, but they're not letting giving him a chance. Yeah. I never like when people do that because they're just like, oh, she's going to be mean. It's like, <laughs> you don't know that. You've never met her. Like, yeah. dude, she may be the nicest girl in the world. She may become president. You don't know. 
awesome. Yeah, you totally. <laughs> if you could portray any one of these characters, who would you be and why? Logan Lerman's character, Pussy Jackson. No, of course. no contest. <laughs> no contest. Because I've always imagined myself controlling water and oh, like that's great. doing this cool stuff. And besides, he's he's the son of Poseidon. I think that's so awesome. <laughs> and in this movie, there's wonderful action when he's like riding on a wave, like he's literally surfing on one, and it's there's some really awesome action with swords and everything. And so I'll play. Percy Jackson, hands down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was. I've always wanted to learn how to surf, but mm. you know, I probably won't because I'm lazy. Anyway, <laughs> how many stars do you give this film, Kiefer? Uh, I give it five out of five stars because that? because I'm a fan of the movies. I've, I'm a big fan of Greek mythology. Fan of Logan Lerman. This film is mine. This film. This film is mine. This, this film has got me. This film has got me by the leash and saying, "Pull me into the." So I'm pretty much the fan basis for this film. Wow. But if you're looking for a, a action-packed Greek mythology fantasy film, this is a film for you. Hmm. So basically, when they were making this, they were just like, "Do it for Kiefer, guys. Do it for Kiefer, because <laughs> he will love this film." <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised because I called them up actually. Um, when I when. When, the, when Logan Lerman was saying he was going to start the movie, I said he was skeptical about it at first. I called him up saying, Logan, you got to do a movie for me, please. And Logan yep. said, okay, sure. I'll do the <laughs> film with you. Thank you. Yep, that, totally, <laughs> that totally happened. <laughs> and yet he wasn't able to pull some strings and get me in the movie. But that's yeah. just it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, if he's doing a film for you, you he can't get you in the movie. Duh, what? Kiefer. <laughs> That's just, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for today. Keeper, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters. Always a pleasure. <laughs> it's always a pleasure to talk to you. It's being released on DVD and is also one of the official film titles for the 2014 Kids First Film Critic Competition, so please check that out. Thanks so much for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our video reviews of the latest film and DVD releases and to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Keepa Blakesley. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of sea, we'll see you again next week. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. 
Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Remember Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. 